Hello, and welcome to Combos for a Bubbly Life, a place where we talk about ways for you to live the life you've always dreamed of. Why, hello, friend. Welcome to Convos for a Bubbly Life. I'm your host, Tiara, aka T, and I love to live a life that is bubbly, meaning an extraordinary life by your own design. So, on this podcast, we explore the journey of creating the life of your desires. So, let's get to it. I want to talk about this new concept that uh, I am implementing into my life and watching and seeing how it develops. If you've been with me for a while, you know that sometimes I like to um, implement a particular intention and and co-creation, if you will, and see how it changes the results and the feeling and the vibe of my life. So uh, if you've been with me, uh, oh my gosh, probably like over a year or two, uh, you might remember my my joy journey where I really focused for probably about a month and some change on co-creating with the energy of joy, which really worked out quite well um, when I think back on uh, that time of like really focusing on being in the vibration of joy and just kind of how it um, elevated my workday and really shifted the experience of some of the things that I really thought about. And um, taking it to a next level is I am in this energy of wanting to connect more with other people and building upon relationships and having deeper relationships. Uh, I saw a TikTok and the creator was talking about being obsessed with yourself. And while it can sound narcissistic, and I think there is a part of society that feels like when you are obsessed with others, when you put your energy and focus on everything outside of yourself, then, you know, society gets to benefit from that focus. And we are taught that it is wrong. It is vain. It is, um, unbecoming to be focused on yourself. But the more and more that I learn and I study and I look into like self-awareness and look at like life coaching, the more and more I'm starting to hear that that mindset shift to you focus on yourself, you fill your cup. And then when you are like in this energy of like high vibration, you're taken care of, you're loving yourself. It bring comes back to that community tenfold and maybe there are people who will be upset by your focus on yourself and having good boundaries and loving yourself because you know for whatever reason maybe they're jealous maybe they benefited off of you not um focusing on yourself and focusing on them whatever it may be you know there might be people that throw shade your way but your shine is so bright that shade doesn't even matter right so um it feels it feels good right and so the the guy basically said um you know if you really want to see people change around you you want to see your life change you want to see the things that you really want to happen to you happen become obsessed with yourself and um I can see because when you become obsessed with yourself, then, you know, you are not just like 
yes, you're focused on yourself, right? You're putting yourself, it's, it's putting forth self-awareness. It's seeing yourself in your best light is how I see it. So, um, I was literally like, oh, that was a great TikTok. I'm obsessed with myself. And then I didn't really think so much about it. And then I was on a plane and I was, you know, like I went into the, you know, shoebox of a bathroom that <laughs> they have on the plane. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I was about to like, I could feel like this whole space of reasons why I didn't look pretty or what I like. I could feel something negative start to like bubble up in me and like a, a short, like, like within a second, like something to break myself down and then I like before I could even come up with a full thought I just said I'm obsessed with myself said to myself I'm obsessed with myself and I just smiled at myself and it felt like such a huge like I'm getting emotional right now like it felt so good to just say I'm obsessed with myself and it like it just opened a space for seeing the beauty that you know other people have said for years that I hold within it opened up the space to recognize my awesome when some people like I've had people um over the past year actually use the word obsessed when they talk about me they're like oh my god I'm obsessed with you and like it's obviously not in a like stalkery creepy kind of way well maybe it's not obvious but like it's it's a term that's becoming I think more used and and less um stigmatized uh the way people kind of use it just like oh my gosh you're amazing whatever but it also kind of implied to me when from hearing it from some pe- some of these people of like being put on a pedestal right and then it's like you're you're like the queen, so you're untouchable. And um, I want to be, if I'm going to be that queen, I don't want to be the queen that's like, you know, let them eat cake and like in my palace of Versailles. And I don't know if that's the correct history, (laughs) Marie Antoinette. Uh, I'm like, I don't even know where she's from. But um, the point is, I don't want to be the untouchable queen that everyone that's like in a glass house and nobody can, can actually access. I want to be the queen that's in the trenches, right? You know, I might, I want to have that money, that power, that respect, but also I want to be in the trenches, lifting up my community, right? Lifting up those who are around me, like leading, leading is like my, um, default state. I feel like I love leadership. I feel, I love, um, fostering, a thriving community and space, right? And so I'm like looking at myself and, you know, I didn't have to come up with reasons why to be obsessed with myself. Just simply saying and smiling at myself and saying I'm obsessed with myself was like, I'm obsessed with you. Oh my God. Um, lifted that vibration and shook within me whatever it was that I was going to say, you know, I needed to do to be prettier or whatever. And just like enjoy me. And held that for a second and then I came out of the restroom and I'm like walking towards my seat and I have the <laughs> the coveted middle seat uh, uh on an airplane, if you will. And um 
So the guy who is, was like sitting on the outside uh, is standing there like waiting for me to come in so I can slide into my seat. And he's like looking at me and he has this smile on his face. Right. And I'm like, okay, like I didn't, I don't, when, when I like sat down initially, I don't think I like, I'm not the kind of person that really like makes conversation on an airplane unless somebody else engages with me. And I feel like that's one of my, my goals is to be able to start, um, making conversation just like you know if so if we're standing here finding a way to engage and connect right I get like I'm so um while I can be outgoing and people tend to see me as outgoing one-on-one I get can get so nervous right um I get self-conscious um I don't know what to say I don't I don't know what would bring value to this other person's life so I, I you know I typically just smile and then like you know mind my business right so you know I got it like I rush you know I did the whole let me like hurry up and like figure out how to sit down and get myself self together so I'm not like elbowing you and like all up in their space kind of thing when I like originally sat down so like I might have said hi and like that's my seat I think that's probably like the the conversation we had I don't even I didn't even see this face I was like moving so fast and so walking up he like smiles and I'm like oh wow like he's kind of cute <laughs> and um I smile and back and I say thank you and I'm like going to sit down and he was like you because I, I had watched like two comedy movies because I was coming from Virginia back to LA and that's about a four and a half to five hour flight depending on like you know <laughs> air traffic I guess um and so sitting down and he was like oh my gosh you had me giggling and I was like what <laughs> And he was like, you were laughing so, so much that I was giggling. I'm like, he was like, I had my, cause he had his computer out and I could tell he was like typing something. And he was like, I was trying to write a serious paper and I, you had me like just giggling to myself. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry if I was distracting you. And he was like, no, 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 it was good. It was great. That was all awesome. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. And then I didn't know, then I got like all nervous and I was like, I don't know where to go with this conversation. So I just like continued to sit and, um, you know, put up another movie and, and move on. But then as I was watching this next movie, I was very conscious of laughing <laughs> and it was kind of funny. And part of me was just like, okay, that was great. That was like, it's so funny that I had this positive, like immediate positive interaction right when, after making this intention to be obsessed with myself, right? Like, you know, it's so funny whenever I like really think about doing something or um, setting some sort of focus, like positive focus on myself, how the universe, life, God, source, whatever you want to to believe in, in, in terms of energy um, and support shows me like it, a sign just like shows up so immediately. Right. And, you know, I know I want big things like love and relationship and, and marriage and, and like family and community. And so part of me is like, okay, well, like, is this going to be like a guy? Is he going to ask me on a date now? Like, blah, blah, blah. and like, I try to like, and it goes to this grandiose thing. And then I kind of like fall off the wheel of like, ah, whatever. Um, but also allowing that moment, even though it didn't turn into like anything that grand to 
be a sign of like, all right, we're on the right track, right? We now are aware that of the nerves, of the um, effort, efforting and continuing conversation. And it's kind of funny, right? Like I have this podcast called Convos for a Bubbly Life and I'm literally talking to you and anybody who's willing to listen. Uh, But it's so easy to flow for 10 to 20 minutes in in a conversation about myself and my life in hopes that it will help to inspire you to make whatever changes or or continue to do whatever it is that you're doing that brings the joy and the extraordinary to life in your life but also like it's doesn't necessarily seeing the disconnect and how it might not translate to every aspect of my life right you know so often i wait to witness other people and their personalities and their willingness to engage before I engage. And it's kind of funny, I actually had a um, listened to a, um, a tarot reading the other day. And the reader was talking about like a relationship and was saying something about, you know, being in a clamshell, right? And so it's like, you're you're both climbing up a hill and you meet at the top of the hill and you've gone through your struggles, you've gone through your whatever, and you're like at a place where you can actually connect. But because you're still both in your clamshell, you've been hurt, you've been, you know, you're you're protecting yourself. Neither one of you opens up the clam to create the connection that you need to really like, you know, show your pearl, shine and, and like, go to the next level right and so it's just like oh what if what if we work on that right like we we bring focus to continuing the conversation right like now I'm thinking about it like well what do I do like I feel like sometimes I witness some really good salespeople, right and really good connectors and one of the biggest things I notice is they ask a lot of questions it's not about talking about yourself right it's asking so many questions and I feel like there's just this natural flow of asking questions and I've never been one to question right like I have I might have questions in terms of you know things lists that people have given me in the past that I know to ask when it comes to my job or you know hi how are you like you know the one like staples that stay in my pocket but in terms of continuing a a conversation in a natural flow a lot of times people just offer me information, right? And so I tend not to feel the need to, or I tend to take in the information as as it is and be like, all right, cool. And I'm not going to question it. And I think part of it is, you know, from childhood, you know, people told me things as if it was fact. And I never really felt the need to question whether it be, you know, something in school, something in church, something, you know, from a respected individual. Like, I never really thought about having to um, follow up on it, right? Like, I took it as the truth and I, and I kept it moving and I never really developed this curious state, right? And in terms of 
just hearing things. I can be curious about how do I make a million dollars or I can be curious about something that really is related to a desire of mine, but overall curiosity about people or a topic that doesn't necessarily like make me super excited, I, I, I kind of just turn that side off of me. So now it's like, let's turn on this curiosity and learn to both be obsessed with me, but also obsessed with connection, right? We're opening this obsession up now. Um, obsessed with connection. So, you know, one thing is just like, I recognized when I was like, oh, sorry about, sorry for bothering you. I don't think I said sorry if I bother you, which is a conditional, right? I said sorry for bothering you and distracting you while you're writing your paper, um, which when I think back on it, feels like it's a little bit of a a space of being um, not quite self-deprecating, but it does have that kind of energy behind it of in a little nervousness and, and self-deprecation uh, around being a bother, being um, not helpful and, and all of that. So now it's a reminder <laughs> that it just like, it's like, hey, hey, this is something to bring forward and recognize that in conversation, we need to think about one, being obsessed with ourselves, and then two, being obsessed with anything of interest to you, right? So if I think the guy's cute, maybe not in a like, again, a creepy stalker. I feel like you was a super popular show and there I feel like there was like a stalker-esque vibe to it. I only saw two episodes, so you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, I don't want to be a, that's not what I mean when I say obsessed, but like be curious, I guess, is the, is the next step, right? So in this obsession comes curiosity, being curious about, you know, what makes me awesome, being curious about what makes me happy. I think that's the other thing is like, if I'm obsessed with myself, then I know what lights me up. I know what's going to make me happy. I know what's making me fulfilled. And I know that people that like good people that we can have a good conversation. I love a good conversation. I love to laugh. I love having fun and I love being being supported by others and and engaging in those kind of conversations. So I know that I have to get curious about people. That is that is a a skill set that I am learning is asking questions but not just but like asking the deeper questions not the um you know ones that elicit a not quite uh real answer you know people say hey hi how are you um maybe like how's your business doing something like that but like I feel like people tend to just be like eh it's good Eh, it's fine. I'm good. I'm fine. Like nothing else really like comes from it, right? You know, I think because it's a societal norm to be like, all right, well, we're taught that it's a nicety to say, hi, how are you? But we're also taught that it's 
not necessarily the thing to do to actually respond with how you really are. If you are struggling, we are supposed to just say, I'm fine, I'm good. And like, it's not really like anything of depth. So now it's like, all right, well, what, how am I going to expand my arsenal to be more curious in the moment with people and not necessarily just having you know, these candid, like half candid, prepared questions to ask someone, like the questions you take on a date or whatever, but like actually asking real questions. Um, You know, now now that I'm looking back in hindsight, I could have been like, oh, serious paper, what are you writing about? Or are you a student? Or what are you, (laughs) like, you know, like, natural thing to say would have been okay cool like if I really wanted to continue the conversation is what are you writing about um right and I think part of me has always felt like if someone's interested they'll continue the conversation right and but what if someone is also a clam right then like talking about what I heard in my tarot reading if I envision everybody else as a clam and I start taking the step to open my shell more and more and more, it gives permission to others to open their shell more and more and more. And the more we open our shells, the more we can connect, the more we can be vulnerable, the more we see each other as we who we truly are the more we can be our true authentic selves the more we can find that deep seated love and devotion to who we are and where we want to be and I am excited for this leg of the journey and I'm excited to bring you along with me on the journey. So here is my like, all right, cool. We're making myself like put myself out there. So uh, I notice things that I've noticed is that I can be so much more of my like bubbly, like excited self when I have someone with me that is that no already knows me. Right. Or, you know. Yeah, I I noticed um, like just as simple as like going to the pickleball courts, right? So last week for um, I guess like really technically like the first time it was literally the first time I personally got in my car, drove to the courts by myself, knowing full well that the person that I typically play with was not going to be there and they were going to a completely different court and like you know it's that weird because I always show up with that person everyone's like oh we're so and so at 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 and I'm like oh they're going to play at another court but and then they're like well we're proud of you for coming out right like coming out by yourself and so I showed up and I did notice that like in between games I wasn't as bubbly as when my my friend was is normally there right like I didn't if people didn't engage me in the conversation or I didn't already know them and even some of the people that I didn't already know I didn't make a point to just like enter into enter into the room if you will um like you know some of them were like you know set up at a a picnic table and 
I chose not to just walk on over and and talk, right? Like and say hi and, you know, do whatever. Like I I chose not to um for whatever reason which I find super interesting. Like and it is something that has been instilled in me since childhood, right? Like it's like I'm constantly waiting for an invitation. And one of the things that I noticed that I um I don't want to say jealous. One of the the skills or um behaviors that I noticed cuz I find sometimes I just find it inconsiderate. I think I, in my mind I think it's inconsiderate to like make people uncomfortable, I guess. And so I if I'm not invited to like come sit down, then I probably won't like and I over like I don't even think about it. I just I just don't do it. Like I don't even think about taking the action because it's become so second nature in me to not like just walk on over and say, "Hi, how's it going? Haven't seen you in a while." Whatever and interrupt conversation. Like, you know, I like children should be seen not heard. I don't know. Like I I don't think anyone really ever told me that growing up, but it's just like something that like you don't interrupt somebody's conversation. You don't do this, like whatever. And I just naturally don't so I'll just become a wallflower in these situations and people would be surprised <laughs> that I am one but it it does I find it happens very frequently where you know like I'm not the person like I said I'm not the person that'll strike up a conversation at an airport or at least I might be I'm if I see something that's like oh my gosh I really love something that someone's wearing or the perfume or the whatever, I might mention it and I might throw that out there, but I'm not continuing. I'm not going to continue the conversation. I'll throw my compliment out and kind of like leave it there. I don't continue and ask questions. Where did you get it? I, I really, I'm not continuing the conversation. And so in this journey of obsession with self, there's also the obsession with connection. And so what we're going to embark on now is like really talking about and getting deeper about connection. Like, all right, like I keep saying that I want it. I keep saying that I want these relationships and I keep saying that I want these um, grand things. But what am I going to do? What is the action that I'm going to take to make it happen? And so here we are setting the intention that we're going to get real fucking curious now. Real fucking curious about myself and the people around me. And we're going to watch how this stage changes my life in extraordinary ways. And I'm excited to hear what you're doing and where you're going and how you're connecting in your space. So um, this is going to air after it, but I'm going to start doing virtual happy hours. I'm thinking once a month, we'll see how you know people turn up and how it feels for people. Uh, so I'm having the first one tomorrow night, which would be a Tuesday night. Uh, like I said, this is airing after the fact, so you're not hearing from it ahead of time. But Keep in mind, uh, connect with me on Facebook, Tierra Janae. Uh, there is an accent over the A. And um, join the A Bubbly Life Facebook community. And uh, you'll have access to hearing when these like 
happy hours are. Nothing crazy, you know, bring whatever you want to drink. If you don't drink alcohol, that's totally fine. If you do, also fine. Um, but I'll be organizing them as feels good. And we're just going to hang out and we're going to connect and we're going to drink <laughs> uh, whatever it is that you want to drink and, and just talk. And we'll see how this grows and how I can practice uh, getting curious about those around me and taking that into the real world. So I'm super excited for this. I'm super excited for you and getting to know you even more. So with that, I'm going to hop off of here and say I love you so much and I'll talk to you soon. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Combos for a Bubbly Life. I invite you to subscribe, comment, and of course, follow the link in the description of this video to tap into more ways for you to live a bubbly life. Love you. Thank you.